Hi, and welcome to It's Jia, Life and Friends, a podcast where I, Jia, talk about life with my friends. This week, I'm joined by my good friends, Michelle, Annie, and Jess, who are all very generous, supportive, and kind to record this episode with me. I wanted to discuss what being a young wife is like, having married at a younger age in our early to mid-20s, and share that perspective from the Asian-Australian Christian viewpoint something that perhaps is not widely available in media at the moment. I hope that this helps in starting some dialogue about how we do view marriages and married people in our different communities. I would like to preface this episode and say that this conversation is quite unscripted. Sometimes we do talk about topics that are so multifaceted and we didn't have the right time and space to properly articulate our thoughts and give justice to those ideas. We can also only talk about what we do know and have experienced in our specific circumstances. Marriage and our relationships are also a really personal and intimate thing, and so I'm even more appreciative and thankful for my friends for their honesty and willingness for me to record our discussions. And with the title of this episode, it is an ode to an older film, The First Wives Club. It is no way a formal or exclusive club that you need to be part of, and it is not a way of distinguishing young married people from any other person in our community. This episode will be split into two parts, just because the recording was very long and I couldn't bear to cut out any content because I really enjoyed our discussions. So please enjoy part one of the Young Wives Club episode, where Michelle, Annie, Jess and I talk about what it was like marrying young the assumptions and the pressures of an Asian-Australian Christian relationship. Enjoy. Sure. Um, I'm Michelle and I'm doing a postgraduate research degree. Um, I'm Annie and I work as a life insurance case manager. My name is Jess and I also work as a case manager in life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you like change the order of the <laughs> It's like that meme that's like copy but make it different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for joining me today, and we're going to talk about something, I guess, interesting. But before we go into that, uh, what's something that you've enjoyed recently and you would recommend to other people? Not sponsored, but the <laughs> green tea cheese drink at King Tea. Oh. So, I don't know if you've had, like, a green tea cheese drink before, but the cheese is, like, cream cheese. Mm. It's not, like, sa- like, a super savory cheese. And, like, with the green tea, it's, like which is like bitter it's like a really nice contrast Ooh. and the one at king tea is creamier than the one at gongcha <laughs> i love the gongcha one yeah I, I remember you used to get it a lot <laughs> but i recently had it again on friday and i was like wow this wow. one is so creamy so the cream cheese is like is it the same as gongcha where it's like on the top yeah it's on the top mm. but it's like a denser layer but is the green tea like just like 
green tea. It's not like the matcha latte. No, stuff. it's not like okay. the matcha latte one. Ooh, I'm gonna try that. That's a very good contrast. Would the recommend. The uh, ice cream from King Tea is pretty good. Ice cream? Oh. Yeah, they, they have do ice cream. Hey, they have King Tea. Yeah, <laughs> they they have a Groupon. Really? So I get, but then it's only like four flavors, like four drinks you can choose from. So um, it's very limited. Yeah. Um. So this is not very recent. Maybe like a month ago. But there's this K drama. Uh, it's called Hospital Playlist. <laughs> it is like probably the best K drama I've watched this year. Really? Yeah, it's legit. Like. So good because it's not like a typical one. It doesn't really have a plot line because you're pretty much following um, the story of five doctors and their friends, um, and it's just like more like slice of life, just seeing how yeah they do their jobs in the hospital. But it's just like really like feel good and wholesome. So yeah, and then because they're in a band, there's like another friend who watched it and she's obsessed. She was like, let's let's make a band together. You can be this character. This character. Like okay. So yeah, it's really good. Isn't it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Um, I've really gotten into baking. <laughs> I've baked like at least I think six batches of cookies, and oh. really yeah, try trying new things now. So like bake, uh, making pretzels and cinnamon scrolls and that kind of stuff. Kind of only going for foolproof recipes right now. <laughs> you know, my experience. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> yeah. So what's like the recipe that you would recommend people to check out? Um, I think a really easy one is like you know, those chewy chocolate chip um, cookie recipe. I think it's on taste. On taste, yeah, really easy. It's like all the dry ingredients in one bowl and all the wet ingredients in one bowl, and you mix it and you just put it in the oven for like twenty minutes, and then it's awesome when it comes up. So it's like minimal effort. But like high return. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. best kind of baking. Yeah. Well, thanks for being so willing to be guests on this episode. Um, I think we all have somewhat similar but different experiences. Um, getting married. We're all from the same church, but um, have somewhat like similar cultural upbringings. Uh, but I thought it'd be great to discuss some of like our thoughts and experience about getting married at a young age, and hopefully start some discussion. With others listening、uh, about this topic, so to start,、um, when did you guys get married? I got married when I was twenty six,、um, and I got married when I was twenty four.、Um, I also got married when I was twenty six. Did you get married、uh, when you were twenty four? Yeah, I got married when I was twenty four. Yeah. So you guys are like babies. <laughs> yeah, babies.、Um, did you guys expect to get married at that age, or like, did you? Plan it out when you were younger. I guess I wanted to be kind of married around my late twenties was my kind of thinking, and like during kind of dating, we kind of talked about kind of future plans, including marriage.、Mm. So it was kind of semi expected planned, yeah.、Mm. Um, I think since young, I've always sort of wanted to get married at an earlier age or like marry marry young. So yeah, it was expected. Well, how old was Young? Um, anywhere from like twenty three to twenty eight would be、okay. ideal, I think, for me.、Mm. Yeah, time to think. Um, I think for me, I was like, as long as I'm married before, like, married and have kids before thirty, then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I think this was probably、mm. 
ex not ex yeah expected or planned yeah I think so. Uh, how has the pandemic affected day to day life in marriage? Mm, well, um, now we're both kind of like working from home, um, but I feel because we've been kind of married for several years now, it hasn't really affected our marriage in the sense, but it has affected like how we're living day to day life and our lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's affected our day-to-day -day life in the sense that we're spending a lot more time together. Pretty much, like, if you think about it, it's almost 24-7. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, and it wasn't like that before COVID, so, yeah. Well, we literally got married the week before lockdowns came, <laughs> so... I don't know what marriage looks like before that, <laughs> before COVID really. But I think it's been like almost a blessing in disguise because it just made settling in, moving in together a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. And because we had so much time together, we just seemed to get things done quicker. Um, yeah, I think it's been been good so far. Mm -hmm. I think the, the bigger challenge would be like, once restrictions ease and then like go back to the office it's like oh what's gonna happen with dinner because <laughs> i usually cook so but we'll get to that when when the time comes so <laughs> i remember like the two weeks that eugene worked from home when like yeah it was like peak lockdown and schools were online i like grew a really unhealthy dependency and so like when he had to go back to work but like so lonely. <laughs> come back, I'm like, yay! <laughs> I met, like, just last week. Like, I had to go back to the office, like, for a full day. And then I was like, withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find, like, that if you're spending every day with your husband, like, do you run out of things to talk about? Because then you're like... You can't be like, how was your day? And like, you tell each other about your day. But like, you know about your day because you're <laughs> there. I still ask it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your day? Oh, I had lunch with you. <laughs> I think like ask more details about work stuff. Okay, yeah. Because I just, like, normally you're like, how, like, how's your day? And then they'll mm. be like, oh, yeah, work was good. But now I'm like, no more details not that i could explain them to you <laughs> but i was like oh yeah okay so that's kind of what's happening and you have like a better idea of his like work life yeah yeah according to the abs and from 2018 data the median age of people getting married in australia was 32.4 years old for males and 30.5 years old for females so it seems that the average age for marriage is increasing slightly year by year. And like just as an example, in 2013, the same data showed the average age was 29.9 years old and 28.3 years old for males and females respectively. Um, and then also for perspective, like I went back and the year that the median age for females to get married at 24 was in 1989, which is like more than 30 years ago. Yeah, I guess for us, we all got married quite young compared to what the average is or like the median is um, in Australia and I guess the society that we um, live in. What were some of the reactions that you received when people found out that you were getting married at an early age? 
Um, so since we had been going out for like five years prior to getting married, um, I don't think there was like a big kind of reaction. Reaction. Um, it was kind of expected that we we would get married after having dated for like a period of time. I think maybe it was more of a surprise for um, non-Christian friends, since in that kind of circle, I was the first one to get engaged. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't receive any negative reactions. It was just kind of like surprise, like surprise, like oh, mm. cool, yeah. Um, I think for me, because yeah, we were dating for quite a while too, about four years. Um, my mom kind of asked me like, "What what's happening? Are you getting married or whatnot?" Um, so I think actually like because I think my parents got my mom was like about 27 when she got married so I don't think 26 seems that young Mm. so I think she was just more like oh you've been dating for a while now like what are your plans um so Chester didn't actually tell my parents beforehand that he was gonna propose (laughs) so she was like oh but like she was very happy so (laughs) and same with my friends and all that so Mm. Um, I remember when some, uh, when I had some close friends from work, um, they're around the same age as me and they noticed my wedding ring. Um, I hadn't previously told them that I got married and they just noticed my rings and they asked if I was married and I was like, yeah. And they were super shocked and surprised (laughs) and they were like, how old are you? (laughs) When did you get married? (laughs) So do you, like, when you go home? Do you like live with your husband? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think they asked that question because they were so shocked mm-hmm. and so surprised. And I was like, how do I end? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like, do you think people actually like treat you differently or have assumptions about you that you were like married young, especially like any of your like work colleagues kind of like were shocked at your age? Um, yeah, have you guys like experienced any treatment that was like different or any like funny assumptions that people have about you? I think like not so much kind of having married young, but like because I've been married for like a few years, there's like expectations from people about like having kids mm-hmm. and like having kids kind of soon. Uh, it kind of varies from kind of questions that are like, uh, more general like you know are you thinking about having a family and stuff to like are you pregnant which i feel is quite a intrusive question to get and then you're like i guess i will never wear this outfit again (laughs) because clearly it is not flattering for me um yeah i think my personal perspective is that like you know people can have those expectations and opinions but to me kind of like having kids and like being pregnant is quite a private issue that Mm. people should be kind of more sensitive towards and it really depends on kind of how close you are to that person whether you want to share this information or not Mm. yeah yeah so i think like since getting married yeah there's a lot of like pregnancy questions it's like oh are you gonna get pregnant as you have a baby next year i'm just like I got married like five months ago. Do you really think I want to have a baby right now? <laughs> like, yeah, I do want to have a kid at some point, but just like, guys, just calm down. Mm. Just don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it's very interesting. Like the first thing they'll ask is like, so when are you going to have a baby? I'm like, that's yeah. not the, that's not my first priority mm. after getting married. So I feel like that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember when I got married and then, yeah, my work colleagues was, were like, oh, are you pregnant? Or like, bets on, mm. and I'm like, when are you going to get pregnant? Yeah. And I go on mat leave and I'm like, I'm, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, I guess, comes down to like, a lot of people's perception is like, you get married so that you can start thinking about having kids. Mm. Yeah. I think like, yeah, the order of it is quite different for some people. Like, they might think that, yeah, commitment is something, like, that they can do before marriage. Mm. So they don't mm. need to, I guess, be married to be, mm. like, committed to the person. Mm. Um, yeah, and then kind of, a lot of people, yeah, get married so that they can have children. Perhaps it's, like, a milestone thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to hit the marriage milestone before you hit the children milestone, I don't know. Yeah, I still think, yeah, mm. you, it's very closely, like, linked. Mm. But even so, I think it's, like, it's a weird question to ask when you're not, like, super familiar with them. Mm. Yeah, it's just, like, it. even though, I guess, like, in their mind, it's, like, oh, yeah, marriage and then kids. Mm. It's just, like, I don't really, like, want to tell, like, an acquaintance about, like, this very private matter. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, because, like, having children and, like, pregnancies, yeah, is quite sensitive yeah like you don't know what people are going through yeah or thinking or like planning mm. yeah for sure it's just good to note that different people might be sen- like it's a specific, it might be a particularly sensitive topic for some people mm. if not like that. it's just a sensitive topic in general yeah what is appropriate then to ask people mm. Like, I get that people are naturally curious, um, yeah, because you're married, and then, yeah, we were talking about how pregnancy is, or, like, having a kid is probably the next milestone, but don't be like... Don't assume it, don't assume that, oh, when are you going to get pregnant? Or, like, like, do you have any plan, what's, oh, is that, is that okay? I feel like asking, like, do you have any plans of getting, of, of, like, starting a family is better than when I knew, like, I think because it's more open-ended, it's slightly better than um, questions like, are you pregnant or are you thinking of being, of getting pregnant in the next two years or something? Because it feels like it's more like, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I yeah, like it's like broader so you can like, like answer it kind of more yeah. generally. You don't have to answer it within yeah. there. But also, I was thinking about it, and I feel like it's a question that's, like, very directed towards, like, wives and not, like, Mm. husbands. Mm. Like, I don't feel like guys get asked, like, oh, so, like, when are you thinking about, like, what are you thinking about your family and stuff like that. And I feel like when people ask girls and they, like, are, like, people that you're not super close with, Mm. it feels like that's the only thing that they really care about from you. Mm. Like, they don't care about, like, how your life is going, Mm. you know, your work, Mm. like, what your interests are. They're just like, guess you're married, and the next step is kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, That's so true. Like, I feel like none of our husbands have been asked about... When are they going to think of having a kid? Yeah. (laughs) Because they can't have kids. But yeah, it's like, Mm. kind of like... Pregnancy and having children is obviously a dual decision. Yeah. And it's not something that just a woman wants or mm. like just a woman has control over. Mm. The expectation is still that, like, women should be mothers. Mm. Like, 
guys can be fathers, but it's not as like expected. Like mm. you know, it it should happen for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. So I think like that's like the heavy leaning on kind of like wives and like mm. girls and stuff is kind of like on that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's shifting a little bit more, but as compared to like you know, thirty forty years ago, definitely、mm. shifted. But yeah,、um, like moms still have the like heavier role in a way.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like maybe it's shifted, but it hasn't really shifted in like conversation even, cause like.、Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, cause yeah, like guys don't get asked that. Are you planning to start a family?、Mm. Yeah, I like was listening. This is kind of a tangent、uh, to an interview with Julia Gillard. Oh yeah.、Um, and she was like, I guess talking about the difference between how people treat female politicians,、mm-hmm. male politicians,、mm. and like there's this expectations that yeah, women have to be asked about their family and like when they're gonna have kids or like stuff like that.、Um, and also like the perception that women. Politicians have to be like the motherly figure, and they can't be like brass or like aggressive or whatever. But like Julia Gillard doesn't have children,、mm. um, and so she was talking about how, like, she would get questions about like, oh, why don't you have children? Like, blah blah blah. But then on the other hand, some of her colleagues that were female politicians and were had families would be like, oh, how are you gonna like manage your family、mm. and like be a politician? Whereas like. Like all the male politicians that have families, like never get asked that.、Mm. It's like why is the pressure was always on like females and like being mothers and then being criticized for not being a mother and、mm. yeah. can't win. <laughs> can't win as women. Yeah, because <laughs>、yeah. like the work, like the work-life balance question is always like gen- is、yeah. generally asked towards women. Yeah, like you know. Males don't get asked like, "Oh, how are you balancing, you know, your work time and your、mm. family time and stuff、mm. like that,"、um, as much.、Mm. It's weird though, because you're like, you know, clearly a lot of the politicians have families and are、yeah. fathers. Do you know、yeah. what I mean? So like,、100%. I feel like for them the assumption is just like their wife is the primary caretaker. Caretaker.、Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Anyway. I guess the conclusion of this <laughs> section is that yeah, we should be sensitive when we talk to, especially yeah, married women about children, family planning, and that. But maybe also distance of your type of relationship that you have with that person, whether you're close enough or not. Within our Christian circles, like marrying young isn't something that's uncommon. And I'm sure we all know people who married before us and were younger than us, and maybe had a shorter dating period. We're all a product of the environment that we are placed in, and as Asian Australian Christians, there may be some cultural differences and different kinds of pressures that we might experience. So, did you feel like there were any pressures for you in your relationship prior to getting married? Really, there weren't many pressures in our relationship prior to marriage.、Um, the only thing that I can really, that I can think about that might have been unhelpful was、um, pot stirring from some friends.、Um, but at that time, because Lennox and I, the, our relationship was stable, it was more fun than anything. But I think it would have been different if、um, 
we our relationship was like just starting out and we weren't that stable or weren't didn't have that trust um mm. yeah i think that would have been more stressful but yeah because we were at, we had a good relationship it was fun yeah mm. yeah i think not really um but there i guess there was the expectation that we would get married because we'd been mm. like dating for a while I think an unhealthy expectation that a lot of people might have is that breaking up when you're dating is seen as like a failure or something that yeah Christians shouldn't do. Um, but like breaking up is like natural, right? Like mm-hmm. dating is to see whether you're going to marry that person mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. and breaking up just means that you you both decided not to marry mm-hmm. each other. Um, yeah, and like kind. Of, Kind of touching on like the posturing thing as well. Like, you don't know where people are at within their relationship. They mm-hmm. might, like, posturing might not be helpful, and might actually lead them to. Like posturing can lead to like disagreements. Mm. I think because you're like, oh, like, mm, I wonder why, like, my partner hasn't spoken up about this, or like, uh, why are they teasing us? Like, is there something wrong with our relationship or something? Mm. Um, yeah, I think it can be, like, if you're not kind of, um, you haven't gone to, gone to a point where your, like, relationship is kind of, like, like, fully trusting and kind of open, if you're still kind of developing the relationship, Mm. it can be kind of hurtful. Yeah, Mm. and also, I think to add to that, if, um, I guess, like, if your relationship isn't stable and you're not fully trusting yet, and there was so much pot stirring, it kind of creates like a false sense of, like it creates an expectation to mm. be successful in that relationship when mm. it might not be, and then it creates extra stress. Because mm. on top of like, if oh, what if this relationship doesn't work out? There's also the extra stress of, oh, I'm going to let all these people down. Mm. Or I'm going to have to break it to them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like on what you are saying, like I think... You know, whilst breakups can be very painful and stuff, mm. it's possible as a Christian to like act in a godly way, and in which the breakup is kind of like, uh, like God honoring. You know, mm. in the fact in how like in how well you treat each other and the decision that you've made. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm, very true. Do you think that there are some unspoken prerequisites that our culture has for? marriage and like when you should get married um i think financial stability is uh generally one prerequisite or an unspoken prerequisite Mm. um generally meaning that you you have mortgage or and also have a steady income i Mm. think those are pretty standard (laughs) in in our culture or unspoken Mm. yeah like you should be working for like a little bit at least. Like you shouldn't. Mm. You should be making money somehow. Like mm. you shouldn't be like studying or something mm-hmm. whilst you're doing it. I think is a kind of cultural assumption. Mm. Mm. And I guess like that is like has an element of like wisdom to it. Mm. Like you want to, yeah, at least have like steady income to support your new family. Mm. Mm naturally want to like live somewhere and like you have to have money to buy things and stuff yeah yeah in saying that though like if you decide that you're like with your partner that you're 
okay to live with like your parents say mm. like that's also okay but it's i think something that needs to be like openly communicated that like that's something that you would be okay with doing mm. yeah on the topic of like you know we're talking about pregnancy and stuff before would it be like a make or break if someone didn't have the same views of like having kids or not like before mm. like you know because i feel like you know having a kid obviously takes two people right and obviously if one person doesn't want it but another person like the other person does mm. Mm. i think that's something that i talked about like before i got married yeah and we were like whilst we had to have different perspectives on it kind of we were kind of open to those kind mm. of things mm. as opposed to being like that's a definite deal breaker mm. Mm. yeah like we don't have any kind of particular like concrete kind of like like yeah. family kind of goals or plans yeah but like there were and we're both okay with that yeah but i think some people might be like oh this is definitely what i want yeah. for my family yeah mm. and i think like for me that would be like oh like i would need to consider it like quite seriously mm. i'm not sure whether it would be a deal breaker but like it would definitely make me rethink okay is this like what I also want for myself and my marriage. Mm. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of people that I found, like, friends who have very particular, like, family planning goals, like, they want to have a kid by this age and have this number of kids, mm. tend to also, like, that's a very big factor when they're looking for a partner. Mm. Um, I tend to notice that, like, yeah, if people do have that kind of very strong views, then they'll tend to find someone yeah i remember like eugene and i talking about yeah having kids and i was like heard it's like real tough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah <laughs> understatement of life yeah, right? <laughs> i heard it real tough <laughs> dude a bit of an inconvenience <laughs> pregnancy scares the crap out of me yeah. like giving birth oh, oh man gosh. that is scary stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and like <laughs> tangent but like yeah what's vlogs of like families and like having young children and they have to wake up so often (laughs) i'll be so grumpy if like i have to wake up every three hours it's true because you don't get good sleep it's true and you're like shut up just sleep it's because they love their kids i don't want to break it to you but it's because they're like but then like imagine those who get like postpartum depression and they can't like yeah. connect with their kid like yeah. that'll be so hard yeah. to deal with all the crying and stuff i think yeah. anyway tangent <laughs> <laughs> when would you say is a good time for someone to get married um i think a good time is when they're financially stable i guess that's like the practical side of things and also when the couple is ready to commit to a lifetime together, that's always good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, uh, like a good time, like, all readiness looks very different for different Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for me, it was, like, really necessary for me to have a very good understanding of, like, the other person's character. Mm -hmm. Like, that was really important for me to know how they would react in different situations yeah see them over like different transition periods like from studying to like work and stuff Mm. and to be able to work through those times together yeah 
Mm. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think an uh, important part of like Eugene and I was that we had to kind of transition to different life stages together, and because it just kind of happened that, yeah, transitioning from studying to like full time work was something that we did together at the mm-hmm. same time, and so we really wanted to kind of see how, yeah, working full time really affected our relationship, and also like kind of that how that impacted us individually as well mm-hmm. before we kind of fully committed to each other in marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something important to think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like a piece of advice is like to see kind of like your partner through like different like seasons of life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I mean, it doesn't mean you need to be like together forever mm. in order to decide to like marry them and stuff. But I think I don't know, for some reason to me like being having a good judgment of their character is really important Mm. because like a lot of things can change like circumstances Mm. and stuff but like who they are like as an like person is generally not going to change that much thanks for listening to part one of the young wives club episode Next week, you'll hear us discussing our personal experiences of being a young wife, the challenges, and also reflect on how we can do better. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share it with friends, follow and subscribe to the podcast on wherever you're listening to this right now, and follow me on Instagram at itsjia.podcast. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, and if you have any suggestions for future topics, please DM me on Instagram but I'll see you next week.